Hello beautiful people, thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs About Films. We are keeping it festive, keeping it merry, and I am joined once again by Mr. Jolliver, mate. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. How are you feeling? Are you feeling festive? Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, caught up in a lot of Simpsons Christmas episodes, always gets me in the mood. So yeah, happy Christmas. Let's do it. Let's do it indeed. I was thinking, I was like, this is such a quick turnaround because we were saying about getting you on uh, again for another Simpsons episode and then getting close to Christmas. I was like, you know what? Why don't we just go over some of his favourite Christmas episodes? Win-win. It's just what the listeners wanted. Back by popular demand. Back by popular demand indeed. And I hope that people <laughs> enjoyed the uh, the Treehouse of Horror Simpsons special. I should really go out and say that we are doing the Simpsons Christmas specials. I say the specials. They're not special specials because some of these are just... Just episodes. They don't make like a Treehouse of Horror shindig for it, do they? It's just part of the uh, part of the series. And they all come in later seasons, so it's more slim pickings. We all know the Simpsons does get worse each year. We so were, we were saying this earlier because yeah, yeah. I, I, I messaged you saying that I because I forgot about I didn't well I didn't forget about but like because when you when you Google Simpsons Christmas episodes like Mister Plow doesn't come up in the lists even though it's I mean is is would you class it as a Christmas? Is it because it's snowy? Is it because it's snowy? Yeah, it's staying winter, so that's quite a controversial pick that we are going to talk about. But I'll go into my reasons as to why I think it is a Christmas episode when we cover it. I like it, I like it. But this is the thing, because I messaged you as well, sorry, saying, God, after the first episode of Simpsons, which is obviously the, the Christmas one, there isn't technically a Christmas episode, to air quote, until like season seven? I was like, what What happened? Like, Why, were the, why was there such a gap? Yeah, I've got no idea. Well, there actually was a very, very early on Simpsons episode for a Christmas Simpsons episode, and it was uh, on the Tracy Ullman show, but it was a parody of the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas, you know, Towards the Night Before Christmas, with Bart reading it. And, yeah, anyone who listened to that Halloween episode we did where we talked about the Simpsons version of The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe will know how much I can't be asked with any of that, so I'm going to pretend that episode <laughs> doesn't exist for the point of this podcast. And, yeah. We can go straight to roasting an open fire. That's that's absolutely fair, man. No, because a bit of context, like great great background there, um, and, and pointing out bits and bobs about the Simpsons there. But the the first, obviously, Simpsons episode ever is a Christmas episode because, as you said, it was they were just short sketches on the uh, was it Tracy Ullman show? Was that sorry? Tracy Ullman show, yeah, yeah, all dreadful. Not a single good <laughs> sketch. How they ever got a series commissioned off the back of that, I will never know. But thank I- God they did. I've never watched any of the Tracy Ullman show for all my sins. I'm sure... I mean, do you know what? Maybe... maybe no, I, I'll tell a lie, actually. Was one of them the... Where, they, where they're singing Maggie to sleep? Yes. And none of the kids get to sleep. Yeah, and she, like... And it, like, shows you were, like, falling down from, like, a tree or something, like, when they're, like, singing the song. Why can I not think of the nursery rhyme? Um, then that will come Cradle Baby and all. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. You've, we've we've butchered it, but I'm sure that people who know <laughs> of that of that moment will remember. Yeah, all the lullaby fans will be screaming at the mics right now. <laughs> They're like these people trying to do a Simpsons podcast. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, but no, we're gonna we're gonna go over a couple of Christmas specials because it's Christmas, and what better way than to get into the spirit than to just watch the Simpsons like we do at Halloween, like we do 365 days of the year, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day, Easter, Saint Swithin's Day. 
<laughs> All of them. Whacking day. <laughs> but before we do dive into it, obviously the podcast is available on rss.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that jazz. You know this, listeners, and I appreciate you listening to it. Whatever streaming platform you are listening to it through, leave us a review. That would be awesome. That would be really appreciated. And jump onto Facebook, give us a like and a follow by searching Joe Blogs About Films. And there's an Instagram page coming soon. I'll more on that later. But yeah, right here, right now. We're going to be going over The Simpsons, some of our favourite Simpsons specials, uh, obviously starting with the very first Simpsons episodes, which was, of course, Simpsons roasting on an open fire, and it was aired in 89, I believe, is that correct? Yeah, the first ever full Simpsons episode from the 80s, way, way, way before either of us were born. (laughs) Way, way, way before. And, like, I'm not going to lie, (laughs) for you, (laughs) for, for, like, I, I think that this is... I always forget how much I like this episode. I, I, it's one of those I don't usually watch because it's very festive. I don't know, like, most time of the year I try to stay clear of Christmas episodes. I don't mind if they come on, but, like, this one I, I feel like I've, I've watched loads, but then when I do not you know, give it a bit of a break and I go back to it, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is really great. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this one in years until we said we'd do it for the podcast. And as a standalone episode, I think it's dreadful. <laughs> um, I think it's genuinely just not funny. Um, but then again, I think every episode in season one is like that. Yeah. But yeah. they're really just finding the feet. I mean, this episode doesn't even have an opening title. Doesn't, doesn't have it? a couch gag. Doesn't have Bart writing on the blackboard. It's just a weird first episode. Well, I was thinking this because when I was streaming it on Disney, it came up saying skip intro. And I was like, what What intro? Like, what, Where would it start if I clicked skip intro? It's literally... Bang! You're in Margin Homer on the way to the to the Springfield Elementary School Christmas show. Kind of, I was like, what would happen? Would it just cut to the show? I don't know. Like, there's no yeah, intro. Yeah, I mean, say. that was a controversial choice for Disney to put skip intro in because you lose the couch gag, you lose the bar gag. Yeah. I just don't think they should. I mean, I will never press it on the Simpsons, but no, no, I don't think, I think they should have it. If I ever skip intro. Um, I always have to like rewind it ten seconds to see what the couch gag was for that episode. I think I did that for one of these. In fairness, so I was like, <laughs> I just want to, I just want to get into it. So then I like skipped. I was like, oh, what was the couch gag though? So I had to go back. So yeah, I, I also shame on Disney for trying to change the aspect ratio when they first launched. Remember that whole uh, that whole nightmare when uh, when they finally yes. premiered Simpsons on it, and it was like, I can't. You're missing out half of the bloody half of the action here. What we're we doing? Yeah. So the worst one was the seat. The scene when they go to the Duff factory and the gag is that they have Duff light, Duff low and regular classic Duff and the pipe goes to all three cans so it's exactly the same beer. <laughs> but it just cuts that joke out and that's what everyone, all the nerds on Twitter, including myself, was going mad about when Disney <laughs> bought it. <laughs> Absolute sheer rage, Simpsons rage. <laughs> so yeah, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. I... I you know, the, I know you said it's. It, you don't think it's as funny, but I think there's some. There are some. There's some moments in this that it isn't the funniest of the Simpsons ones. That we're going to probably go over to the, the today, but there are some good, good mini gags we'll say in this one. But I, I think that the main thing for me, just on a summary of the episodes that we've that we've watched that we've that we're going to discuss, is that it does drive home that theme of family, which is obviously what the Simpsons is. Yeah. But what I like about all of them, even the ones that, that I, I'm going to, we'll touch upon some other ones as well that I've, that I've gone over, not into great detail, but the Simpsons is a family show anyways, but I feel like they really, really like home in on that on, in these Christmas episodes, because in this one in particular, obviously you've just got Homer 
that wants to give his family the best Christmas they could possibly have, as as does Marge as well. But I feel like there's a lot. They're like they're they're riding on each other, aren't they? They're expecting it to go. Like they're relying on Homer's wage, and he's relying on Marge's money jar. And it's just that they just want to give the kids a good Christmas, especially for Homer, anyways. And I think that it is really cemented straight away as a first Simpsons episode who the characters are and why they are the way they are in a way. Yeah. I mean, if you're watching this for the first time when it airs, I think it's a good first episode because you know it's not a kid's cartoon. Like yeah. you said, it's dealing with family issues, money problems, gambling. So I get why it was such a successful foundation, but watching it back and comparing to where it goes in later seasons is crap. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, that is weird because this was never actually meant to be the first episode. The season was meant to start with some enchanted evening. The episode where Bart and Lisa catch the babysitter bandit, which again is oh, a terrible episode. Really? What? Oh man, we Do have you like different. That? Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely dig that episode. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I think I, I just. I think that for me, I'm probably looking at it through nostalgia tinted goggles or something, but. I do dig. I know that season one, everyone says just get, like with most seasons, get through season one and you'll start to really dig it. But I still think there's some good ones in one. And and that one is one of them, the, the bandit. But I didn't realise I didn't realize that was meant to be the first ever episode, so that's a good little uh, little trivia Easter egg. Yeah, it was meant to come out in maybe October, but there were just animation issues, so they pushed it back. You luckily had a Christmas episode already done. And there we go. And the rest, they say, is history. Yeah, but you can tell, like, they are really just finding their feet with this episode. And, yeah. I mean, the whole season, really. Because it comes to Ralph. Ralph's really clever, which is quite weird. Smithers yeah. is black. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, like, they're just a complete, complete shift there, isn't they? Yeah. Yeah, there is. And you get, like, he gets an in- you get introduced to, like, the family, some of the supporting characters. You get to see Barney, even though he's blonde. Patty it's... and Selma. Even Ned gets a little cameo. It is, no, yeah, it's a good foundation. I'll, I'll go as far as that. <laughs> no, I, I like I like all those points because, like I said, they are they are literally just finding their feet in the first season. But the, the, this one, I, I, it kind of I feel like part of me, in a way, almost thinks that some of these are like different episodes in one. Like the whole thing with Bart getting the tattoo and stuff. Like I complete, I honestly thought that was in a different Christmas episodes, uh, but no, it's in it's in the first one, which. Yeah, I, again, some of my some of my favorite favorite lines with that as well, like the whole "ow, quit it, ow, quit it," <laughs> with the, after he's had it removed and such. I know we're skipping here yeah. and there and everywhere with it, but this is this one of those things. It's like there's just so much that kind of weirdly happens, but at the same time, it's not hilarious, like roll on the floor laughing or anything. It's just kind of just no, maybe, no, just no, a few yeah. chuckles, just a few chuckles. No, I do yeah. like that scene when um, one mother, please. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty-one, sir. Get in the chair. Get in the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean, so you good. were tempted to get that moth tattoo as I have. I, well, I do want a Simpsons tattoo, but I, but I, I've not looked at the moth. I, I've always wanted, and, and probably will one day get. A, I want a sideshow Bob tattoo. He's my favourite Simpsons character. I know that sounds yeah. weird. I'm, I don't know if that's like showcasing my mental state of some sort or something. <laughs> but like, I, I think, I think more so it's just Kelsey Grammer and the whole Frasier thing with, with Sideshow Bob and his family. And no, that. yeah, he's brilliant. I'll get a Cecil Tyler. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> I'd love that. Um, one of the, uh, this, uh, the, 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 the things that I, I was looking at noticing, like you always, you pointed out on the last, uh, on, on his Treehouse of Horror one about like, signs and such like the simpsons is notorious for just great signs like all like books with like ridiculous titles and like mm. pamphlets or whatever but i noticed as they were like walking into 
uh, when Marge and Homer arrive and they're late, they walk past the sign, obviously saying what the Christmas show is. It's got a fa- is it a four and a half star review from the sh- the, the uh, Springfield Shopper? That's <laughs> <was> like just. <laughs> Right, okay. But I do like this whole, like, uh, the Santas of many lands thing that we do find the, 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 obviously, elementary school put on. And it's all at the second grade class, which I think is, is that Lisa's class? Is she second grade? I think she is. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, there's a few in those that's good. Like, Ralph, again, like I say, he he's, doesn't come across at all as slow and as, as <laughs> dim, should we say, as, as what he does become. Like, even in, I was watching an episode, I was watching The Gift of the, Gift of the Maggie, is it? The uh, Christmas episode, oh, the Grift of Maggie, yeah, the Grift of Maggie. Sorry, apologies. And like, even in that one, there's some stellar lines, and that's to be around. But um, but yeah, like in this one, I just like the gasp that comes from the crowd when he's like, "Oh, I, I've got eyes in the back of my head, so children best like be, be aware when I'm around or something like that." And then the like one eye just like slowly falls out, and they're all like, <gasps> and they just start like <laughs> clapping. It's just a really silly little gag. I don't... Yeah, no, maybe you're right. It's not as bad as I'm making out. There are there are some high points. I do like. Not funny, but at the end, like it's quite touching where he gets that little helper. Yes. And Homer's saying, no, we can't. He's a loser. He's pathetic. He's a Simpson. Like, yeah. That's quite nice. I jotted that down as well. I, I, the, the, this, is the, this is the thing as well that kind of brings that round of like, just Homer, just, just, he's, he might come across as like, not the brightest, brightest spark or whatever, but there is that family, family guy, huh? to her family guy within him you know what I mean like he is just wants just best for his family and I do I do like it again that he he just goes through so many different kind of it's almost like not not like it's, it is in a way like grief of Christmas because for him it's like there's the whole denial then there's the acceptance you know and this that and the other within it with him not with him kind of knowing that he's not going to go the way that he's planned obviously there's just there's just things that are just kind of blocking them from having a very merry Christmas whereas everyone around him is having a he's having a great Christmas Homer wanting to confess to Marge that there's no Christmas bonus, they've got no money jar, obviously. And then ends up like just buying what he can. Do you actually remember the gifts that he buys people when he goes to the uh like saver shop? The only one I've got is the dog treat ham steak thing he buys yeah. Maggie. Yeah. So he so gets she'll love this. Yeah. <laughs> says it's for dogs, but she won't know whatever he <laughs> says. So there's the dog squeak toy for Maggie, stack of paper for Bart, mm-hmm. um, and he gets Marge pantyos. Oh yeah, of course. But that's the only thing. It doesn't really go on, and it doesn't. I don't think he picks anything up for Lisa. I was trying to make notes of what he got for everyone. I was like, oh well, Lisa's gonna have a very merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously that whole thing again of him like going to work as Santa Claus as well, just showing again what he's willing to do to just have the perfect Christmas. Yeah, like I I did find there's some really lovely like moments within there. You already mentioned about with the with the dog at the end, and obviously there's the sequence where he confesses to Bart as well, which quite. Like it goes from heartwarming to hilarity when Homer's like saying to Bart in the little in Santa's sh- workshop, saying like, "No one knows it's me. I'm doing what I can to be Christmas." And then Bart says something like, "Oh wow, Dad, you must really love us to stoop so low or something." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great groundwork for what The Simpsons as a show would become. Yeah, but I don't think from the back of that anyone would think it'd still be going on thirty three years later. I feel like there was an episode that I've watched recently where they could have ended it. Like it almost felt. I sorry. I watched um, a YouTube video. I'll try and find it. You may have even sent it to me. In fairness, but someone did a um, uh, kind of put something together saying this for me feels like that they were ready to end it here, but then it's been carried on. I'll have to find the video and send it over to you. It's a good watch, people. If you've not uh, not seen yeah. it, do check it out on YouTube. No, I'll check that out because a lot of people did say they would end it with a movie. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. And then carried it on, but um, I don't even know what season that movie came out in. It was like quite high, 15 maybe? 
Maybe something like that. Yeah, I think if you just Google where where the Simpsons, not Google YouTube, sorry, where the Simpsons end, where the Simpsons should have ended, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. But it was really cool because I was like, I don't, I didn't look at it this way. But yeah, very. I, I can't remember the episode either. This is very good intel, isn't it? Let's be honest. There's a <laughs> there's an episode they were thinking that they could have ended it, but they didn't. Go find it. Good luck, everyone. Um, yeah, I'm glad it didn't because there's one episode in season 19 which for me is one of the best episodes there is. And um, it's called that 90s show. Not, actually, I think it is a Christmas episode. Well, it's got nothing to do with Christmas, but it does start. Uh, the heating's broke. It's snowing outside. There's a snowman and there's a Christmas carol. Then it goes straight oh. into... Obviously, as time goes on, hmm. Homer and Marge can't have met in the 70s anymore, the 80s. So now they meet in the 90s and Homer is basically Kurt Cobain. It's oh, a brilliant goodness. episode. I've not seen this one. It doesn't ring any bells whatsoever, so I will have to check it out. Well, 100% have to check it out. Um, well, obviously, we'll, we'll we'll roll off in a second from roasting an open fire because, as you say, there's not. We've kind of touched upon pretty much as much as we can with this. The only thing that I really like in terms of a, a line is when after the whole "I'll quit," it, and then like Homer's like, "What's this?" and he's like, it "Used to be a real boss tattoo." It's like, but Mum had to spend all the money to to get it surgically removed. And you should, you should see this like sad looking Marge with a jar, and then Homer's like, "It's true, the jar is empty." <laughs> oh my god! Like, I just I don't know what it is about that delivery of that line that I think is uh, very very funny. So that's really all I jotted down in particular about um, Rosa and Open Fire. As you say, laying the groundwork. Lovely little Christmas episode, and it ends it ends lovely as well. I like as well that Bart all the way through is just singing the wrong lyrics to these Christmas songs. I I blame Bart. For why we like, for why I in particular, or maybe even kids of my age growing up, when we'd sing Jingle Bells, we would sing the Batman version of that. Although it probably oh, good, for, yeah. for like years before, probably I would have thought. No, for me, that's where it came from. That's yeah. where it'll stay. Exactly that. So there's a lot of fun with the uh, the, the songs in the episode because they sing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer at the end, and obviously it, it, it Bart doing his thing, and it ends with. <laughs> Homer strangling him or whatever it is as the, as the credits roll kind of thing so it's a good episode it's good enough I forget like I said just how much I do really like it um, it's not the best of the bunch that we've gone over but it's still it's still a good Simpsons episode yeah, yeah. for what it is and the time it was it was a, and actually for season one it's one of the better ones yeah yeah well it's uh, just on a bit of a on a bit of a off uh, Christmas Simpsons topic but is there any in season one that you really like season, season one's got Bart the General in I think it has yeah, that's not a bad one because Grandpa's features quite heavily. He's obviously my favourite character. Um, uh, yeah, it's a good e- that episode. Funny enough, like my grandma had like a few of them on VHS, but when my younger brother was growing up, that was the one episode that she wouldn't let him watch because, like she said, it was just like, too much, <laughs> too much like bullying and like gearing up for war kind of thing. She's like, I'm not having him watching yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> and there's the episode where Homer gets a pair of assassins, those trainers that Ned has. Is that season one? I see. No, I think this is actually quite far on. It's just in my head, it's quite bad animation. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, there's, I know there's I not there's, season one. There's not many, is there, in uh, in season one? It's like the shortest season, I think, isn't it? Yeah, thank yeah, God. Th- Thirteen episodes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Krusty gets busteds in there. Um, oh, okay. No, that's good. And then we get, oh, get to meet Sancho Bob. I, I would, I would say the the second episode of the season, Bart the Genius, is up there as well. When he fakes the test, well, steals Martin's test, and ends up going to that like really fancy uh, school that's like for the gifted. And uh, he's not very good, obviously. Not he's not the brightest spark. Yeah, no, oh, no, no. I'm wrong. There's some good episodes in here. Homer's night out, where Homer gets caught dancing with that stripper. That's a great episode. The Telltale Heads. 
I do yes. like the Telltale Heads. Call of the Simpsons, oh my goodness, where they get lost in the uh, in the forest. See, I told yeah, you. I had, told you. I had that on a VHS. I remember that. Yeah. Um, oh, Life on the Fast Lane. Great episode where Homer forgets Marge's birthday and has to uh, buy a bowling ball with Homer in it. She takes a ball in and nearly sleeps with that Frenchman. What? Jacques. <laughs> Jacques. Yeah. <laughs> Great knowledge. As if you remembered his name. Yeah. Yep. See, season one's not all bad. It's not all bad. But uh, no, we'll, 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 uh, we'll move on to, I believe it's season four this next episode, is it? Yeah, gonna go into Mr. Plough. Yeah, we'll we'll go over Mr. Plough, mate, because I'm sure everyone's waiting for Mr. Plough to come up. This is the obviously we were talking about earlier that technically it's like I say, it doesn't come up when you search if you if you search Christmas Simpsons episodes, this doesn't come up in them. But why is it then? You tell me why. So in 2003, Fox released a DVD called Christmas with the Simpsons, okay. and I got a copy of that DVD for Christmas, and it Mr. Plough was on the officially. Making it a Christmas episode. So there it you is go. a Christmas episode. There we go, then. That explains it oh, all. I'll take that. It was marketed as such, and I'll take that for the sake of this podcast. No, I, th- I think I definitely do remember um, this being on one of the Simpsons. I'm sure that there's... Because there was, like, Simpsons with the Christmas and Simpsons with the Christmas 2. At Simpsons? Christmas with the Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons with the Christmas. That's better. Um, Christmas with the Simpsons DVD, and there was, like, Christmas with the Simpsons 2 as well, I think. But they're just kind of throwing them all on there but no I, I I will let Mr Plough stay as a Christmas episode because any excuse to have it on this this podcast really let's be honest because it's it's fantastic it is a great episode yeah it's one of the best episodes ever comes up in every top 10 Simpsons lists yep. season 4 so we're talking peak Simpsons yeah just brilliant I love the uh, I love the opening because obviously you've got the couch gag which is the, the where they all sit on the tiny wooden chair <laughs> that tiny, tiny wooden <laughs> chair. But I just love any 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 episode that starts with Troy McClure is gonna be a winner. Um, and like when he starts off like with you may remember me from such films as the erotic adventures of Hercules or Dial M for murderousness. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. I think we made a mistake on the last podcast. We said he's not he's been replaced, but Phil Hartman, the guy who actually did Troy McClure, he dies in um ninety eight, I think, quite early on. But we uh, we said he'd moved on. Just need to correct that because I did get some abuse from actual Simpsons nerds telling me I was wrong on that one. Oh, oh, apologies, everyone. Good shout though, man. Because like I say, we don't. We, we I think we, we were more just curious what happened to him, weren't we? We were like he just stops yeah, appearing yeah, yeah. more than anything. So, uh, but thank you all for correcting us there, and uh, and fair play to Jolly for owning up on your mistake. Your mistake. <laughs> it's my podcast, but it's your mistake. I think it was <laughs> my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. What, what's what's your favorite moment from this episode? Oh, by an absolute mile, the insurance guy asking Homer where he was the night of the car crash. Conversation <laughs> with his brain, which is just fantastic. Don't tell his him it's a bar. Says, Don't tell him we're at a bar. What else is open at night? It's a pornography store. I was buying pornography. And his brain goes, <laughs> I'd have never thought of that. Oh, absolutely fantastic. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I had a good, I had a good laugh at that. I, I again a line that I'd forgotten about because there's so many other moments in this. Like I always go to, you know, Barney's commercial or something for for good quotes or whatever. But like that one, just burst out laughing again. Like I was seeing it for the first so, time. It was so good. extremely funny. There's, uh, I also like the little gag where a little uh, little line where Homer's like trying to drive home, obviously in the snow from going coming back from Moe's. 
Um, and then the radio's on. It's like, take it easy, folks. It's a snow picnic out there. I snow what you mean. <laughs> You're dead weight, Marty. <laughs> Just before like, Homer crashes into the back of the car and then he's like, well, got him as good as me. And it's like there. And then he passes the family <laughs> staring at him, mouths open. <laughs> There's also another great moment for me is when he's looking at the snow plow and he's like, oh, I better speak to my wife. And the guy's like, your wife? What? <laughs> and he's like, you think I'm going to buy a 20,000 truck just because you make that noise? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Oh, that would 100% work on me as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, saying to, uh, I was saying to my wife, I was like, the next line from home after this, when obviously it cuts back to them having the plow on the drive and such, I was like, this is me, like in a nutshell. I like, say when, this to like everyone all the time yeah yeah this is such a great line like when when marge is obviously like saying i can't believe that you went out and spent all that money on that on that snowplow it's like if you're gonna get mad at me every every time i do something stupid then i guess i'll have to stop doing stupid things and it's like good fine i'll never ever do another stupid thing and then walks into the door i think it's the i think what makes it as well obviously that's hilarious but it's when marge's like homie homie did that it's like no <laughs> just this <laughs> writhing in agony but yeah there's there's some excellent other moments there's in there. so many like yeah i'm just looking at my notes there's so many in here that are just brilliant like and i think some people might have even seen this not seen the episode but know it from the memes mm. do you know when homie buys the car from the country that no longer exists sticky and hate became a great meme for a very long time yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it did. Yeah, there's there, there That's is some crazy. Stick it in H. <laughs> can you remember how many hectares that car can go in a single tank of kerosene? Oh, now you're asking. No, no, I'm not even, I'm not even going to guess because I did a terrible nah, job. Three hundred. There we go. I also, I also love the TV ad, the first TV advert that Homer does, obviously for Mister Plow. Uh, just before, obviously, that you've got the you've got the bit when he does the speech at church as well, when he's like, "Homer, oh, this is low, <laughs> not as low as our low, low prices." <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, but do you remember who? Obviously, because they do the TV commercial, they wait for it to come on, and then Bart says, "Who's watching TV at three seventeen a.m.?" Do you remember the three types of people that would be watching it from uh, at three seventeen? Yeah, I've got to angry loaders. Yep. The unemployable. Yep. Drunks. Yeah, I'll give it. It's alcoholics. Yeah, yeah. alcoholics. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's just great. Um, it's just a stark contrast, as well, because this advert's like obviously on the cheap, and they're just it's just a just a standard little advert that they put together. And then in contrast yeah. to the advert that he does with that company or whatever, which again is hilarious. This like piece of art that's displayed <laughs> on TV of this like the snowy scene and the snow globe on the floor. This like woman singing opera. And then when Lisa's like, Dad, was that was that your commercial? I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely no, fantastic. Yeah. The first one is brilliant. I love Grandpa's role as Old Man Winter. Yeah, stop. Get out, you lousy season. Season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my prices are so low, you'll think I've suffered brain damage. You are fully, <laughs> you are fully bonded and licensed by the city, aren't you, Mr. Plough? Shut up, boy. <laughs> and then he cuts to him growling about him in life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely fantastic. The whole the whole thing there. Um I want to talk about um obviously Barney getting his uh, getting his own plough, stealing Homer's idea. And uh, and yeah, that that whole thing. Like, have you got any any great more apart from obviously the, the fantastic commercial that he does with uh, with Le- Linda Ronstadt, I believe it is. Uh country western style Linda Ronstadt it is, yeah. yeah. But yeah. her Spanish song is genuinely beautiful. Yeah. When she redoes it in Spanish in the hot tub. That is one of my favourite songs of all time. Not even in <laughs> Simpsons, just beautiful. 
it's haunting. Very, yeah, I just, I just like this. I like obviously it starts off where Barney's like, "There's nothing wrong with a bit of healthy competition." As he starts to proceed shooting, shooting his tires, yeah, and then laughing as he drives away. When they originally wrote this, Lenny was homeless competition. He was the plow king. But they scrapped it later on in favour of Barney. And I cannot picture Lenny in that role. That's just no. a, it would seem really weird. It just doesn't have that mean streak, I don't think, that you can see Barney having. Yeah, no, definitely not. I, I, I guess. No, it would have made sense. I, I was going to say, maybe if they did Lenny and Carl together, because it just feels like a bit of an odd one to give Lenny that story. But then again, maybe they wanted to break break off and give Lenny a bit more to do. Don't don't mess up with the duo of Lenny and Carla, you know what I mean? Yeah, they've got to come together. They've got to come together. They have to. But I didn't know that. So again, excellent. That's really cool. Like, very odd, but there's there's just I can see like um you know why they're stuck with Barney because again, Homer and Barney have known each other for years and we even get the cut scene in this when Homer's like after everything that I've everything done for I've you. Everything I've done for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it introduces him to beer and he's like uh well, the SATs are tomorrow. It's like, I've got two words for you. Mellow out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so you find that Homer actually ruins Barney's life. Essentially, yeah, yeah. There's there's, there's honestly some genuinely hilarious moments. Obviously, we we touched upon the, the, the commercial with Barney, but the line that end moment that gets me all the time is like, Mr. Mr. Plow is a loser and I think he is a boozer, followed by Homer. Just like, <laughs> he spits his beer out. <laughs> yeah, it's just great. It's just great. <laughs> Um, the other, I think the other, the other line that gets a very good laugh. I remember like hysterically laughing at this one with like my old man. Like you, obviously one of the many times we watched it was when he's uh, obviously he's lured Barney away and he's starting to home is starting to plow people's drives again. And then the um, the lady's like, "Oh, could you make sure not to scrape my asphalt? <laughs> Kiss my asphalt!" Like really, <laughs> just great. Just and, then, and then he's saying it again to the Bart and Lisa, and they just like that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. the other thing as well like the Simpsons are really notorious for this like you know like saying something and the complete opposite happening and, and getting laughs from that kind of thing or you know for example in here you've got you know Homer trying to go up to say Barney and then he's like uh, saying comparing his snowplow to a mountain goat saying it's as sure-footed as, as a mountain goat just as they see a mountain goat slip and fall slowly down down an entire mountain yeah <laughs> I think it's I think it's the cut away from the goat as the Simpsons heads just keep like going down as as, <laughs> as the thuds keep happening no I do love and when he's driving up actually on the mountain and start the car starts to fall to the left as and slip down the mountain and he just slowly turns the radio dial to the right, which knocks his car back on. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> so that, saves him. There's also that bit as well when he's going over like the rocky, like really ropey wooden <laughs> bridge, and he's all like, "It's all." And what I love about it as well is, is that like '80s kind of like action music kicking up in the background as well, and it just kind of like pans to a wide shot, and then you just see that bridge, the one that he could have actually drove across. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't man- mentioned um, the other guest star in this one, Adam West. Yes, of course. I, I have noted him down, actually. Yeah, Adam West. You've got This is when he goes to the whole uh, Springfield Auto Show to get a car and you get the famous, do you come yeah. with a car? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got, the crash, you've got the crash test dummy as well. Hey, wait, that's not a dummy. Yeah, I think well, after Homer loses his car, there's about four minutes of just gags that are all brilliant. Yeah. Like Homer getting a lift from the farmer. Can't trust a pig with a watermelon, you know. And Homer's <laughs> eating the watermelons in the back. And then he goes to Crazy Bad Glass Place of Automobiles to buy his new car. Stick it in H. <laughs> and then, yeah, the auto show, do you come with a car? And then we meet Adam West, who yeah. just really leans into his role as an absolute weirdo. Yeah. 
With about it's like when the it said about what about the bat dance where it's like ouch, ouch. why doesn't Batman dance anymore? <laughs> Who's Robin? <laughs> it is it is a great it's it's definitely up there. I think this is easily up there for like a lot of people's personal favourites when it comes to the Simpsons, I think, Mr. Plow. I, I hope I'm not misspeaking there, but I do feel this episode's got a good good amount of love. Like everyone everyone bloody loves Mr. Plow. Yeah, I don't know a single person who doesn't love this episode. I'd actually quite like at Christmas to try and get a Mr. Plough jacket. I'm sure that someone out there will have one. I'm sure someone will have one. God, yeah. That is actually a great show. You just have to, like... I I, I wouldn't. I mean, I can imagine it'd cost a, a, a fair price or whatever, but it'd be awesome just to be, you know, wandering, driving about in a Mr. Plough jacket, you know. And we know what kind is of this... effect that has on, uh, on Marge, the jacket, anyway, so... <laughs> I was going to say, is this a hint to your wife is what you want for Christmas? Well, if she's listening, <laughs> I better be getting a Mr. Plough jacket. <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's such a good one. It's a very very good one. And um, like you said, peak Simpsons, really though, isn't it? Season four, proper peak Simpsons. So we're going to jump to season seven next, uh, episode eleven to be exact, with uh, Marge be not proud, which was the first was the first um, Simpsons Christmas episode that I watched in this current build up to Christmas. So. Same. Kind of shows you how much I really like this episode. I forgot how good this episode is. It's not one I would go back to and watch over and over. Yeah. And don't think I would have seen it in a few years. Went back and watched it and was watching it like, oh yeah, that's where that comes from. This is like such an iconic episode. You've got Thrill House, yep. Four Finger Discount, dude. Buy me bumps, oh my god, a hell. And yes. then um, Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. You've also got the uh, Hello Mother. Hello, Father. Oh, my God. I think that's one of the... All of that is probably my favourite reveal in the whole show. It Marge, is. Lisa at Camp Granada. <laughs> it is so, so good. Uh, Marge Be Not Proud is, uh, say, it's the episode that revolves around the new game that comes out, Bonestorm. Obviously, Bart instantly wants it, goes down the route of deciding to shoplift it, and what follows is just, uh, again, like, a, we've spoken before about, like, oh, I've spoken this episode about, like, the family theme that's driven within The Simpsons. Like, this again, because it, it's that thing again of, I guess, I was going to quote Blink-182 there, I guess this is growing up. <laughs> like, I guess this is growing up for Bart, you know what I mean? Like, he yeah. he, he makes a, this, a choice, obviously the wrong choice in, in taking this game, and it's his journey to see the the wrongdoing that he's done, and then the impact it's had on on his on his family, in particular what it's had on Marge, because she's going through that that mother phase of like maybe not understanding who her son is anymore because he's not a special little guy, which is again pulls on those kind of like heartstrings and kind of like you can resonate with it and stuff that we've done as youngsters where we're like we're probably like disappointed <laughs> and let his parents down. So you know that it's a really not good me, Joe, but you can see it <laughs> Oh no, I can't. Heaven forbid, I would never have assumed you'd have done anything terrible. But, no, uh, no, I, I love this episode so much, but you're right, if you look online, there's a lot of hate for it. Um, really? A lot of people call it overly sentimental, kind of like an after-school special. Um, Interesting. Because Bart has done so much worse than this. Like, he has. Just he thinking has. of the Itchy and Scratchy movie episode where he smashes grandpa's dentures, and like, there's <laughs> a lot of bad shit. And then here he steals a video game, obviously wrong, but... It's not as bad as stuff he's done. And then, no. yeah, the whole arc of it is his redemption story. But, yeah, I love it. But, yeah, just... Uh, maybe maybe it's because... Not everyone it's, does. But maybe it's worse because it's at Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's the time of, like, giving and, and, and receiving. and No, that's friends. Of, like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's the time of giving. It's the time of, like, like I said, just 
doing something good out of the kindness of your heart, not, you know, selfish gain or anything, which can be said for a lot of people around this time of year, but that's another <laughs> story for another day. Um, but yeah, like, I think, I think that's why it's, I think that's why Marge is probably more probably upset by this particular episode is that it, it, it's Christmas. Like, what are you doing, Bart? Like, yeah, it's the first time she's really disappointed. Yeah. Bart. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's so like somber as well. Like when you go from, you know, like you've got Bart at the start who doesn't want to be tucked in, doesn't want the Tickle Express or whatever it is. Um, and then, like, when he's waiting for it after, you know, he's done his, he's, he's got caught of, you know, stealing. And, um, you know, you can hear Lisa getting all the snuggles or whatever in the, in the, in the room. Time, yeah. yeah. And then, like, Marge comes in and she's just like, good night. And then flicks the light off and then shuts the door. It's like, yeah, oh, it's heartbreaking, man. isn't it? Yeah. I was like, oh, God. Really? And, and it, it kind of goes on from there. But although I will say, I'm with Grandpa on this, that when Bart puts his marshmallows in his hot chocolate the next day and it kind of, like, yeah, absorbs. Like... <laughs> yeah, like, when it absorbs <laughs> and he just, like, pours it out and starts cutting it with a knife and fork. I was like, this is, that, that looks lovely. That looks delightful. I'm sure it's not, but I'm a bit yeah. cartoon-wise, it looked great. That's, like, Grandpa's only line in the whole episode. Yeah. It's just yeah. fantastic. It's a very good... I, I quite like the uh, Detective Don Brodka, the security guard as well, at the try yes. and save. He's got some. Him. He's got some great lines. He's got some. I, I like his old demeanor. I just like the fact he's always smoking as well. Like just the vo- like when you think he's on the phone to his parents and he's leaving a voicemail. It's just incredible. Like the the line is saying is wonderful. Yeah. So Lawrence Tini, who voiced Don Brodka, is like an old school classic actor. Um, he didn't get the answer phone message gag at all, so just refused to do it. So what they ended up doing was writing in lines for Marge to read between his lines during the pauses and then just cut her lines out. Oh my goodness. That's it. But then again, it works so well because it does sound like he's genuinely talking to someone. But I, I just, I, I like that. I like the gag when obviously it's, it's actually a voice. <laughs> voice such a good gag. Yeah. So Lawrence Tini, who did voice the broker is apparently nuts. I'm pretty certain he's dead. So I don't think you're, I think you're okay for libel. But, <laughs> He played um, Elaine's dad on Seinfeld. And oh, right, okay. apparently just steal shit off set for a laugh, like steal knives and stuff. In The Simpsons, Why when not? he did this one, apparently he got picked up in a limo to take him to the studios. When he got the limo drivers, got out and said, find someone else to take this guy home. I'm not doing it. And walked off. <laughs> he, was ad- he was adamant he'd do Don Brodka's voice in a southern accent and they just wouldn't let him. And he was like really adamant he's going to do it in a weird accent. Yelled at interns all the time during the set. Just apparently an absolute weirdo. But <laughs> as Don Brodka, genuinely fantastic. Yeah. Like the whole, you'll spend Christmas in juvenile hall. This juvenile hall. He's <laughs> a, a great character. I did not realise just how mad this gentleman sounded. That itself, like the the story you just mentioned there about him with the limo, that sounds like a Simpsons joke. Like you know what I mean? That sounds like something that would happen in the <laughs> Simpsons or something like that. But mm. yeah, he's uh, it, it, it is a great character, great little side character. Yeah, he's. It's 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 a it's a good journey for Bart. Um, I I like the the end. He decides to take upon himself to do something actually good, and he gets you know Marge that picture, which was which was really which was really nice. Tried to keep it as a surprise. Oh, but... that's such a yeah. No, I think it's better he gets caught and uh, Marge shouts, "I spend twenty three hours a day in this house. You <laughs> yeah. can't hide from you." And yeah. Homer like slides this uh, gate across the wall so we can't escape. Get him, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, but then you've got the you've got the uh, then you've got the reveal, obviously, where she lets she lets um, lets Bart have 
a uh, a gift early as well, and <laughs> expecting it to be a bone strong, but it is in fact probably one of your favourite fake games ever. I think, and many of people's. Oh, one hundred percent. Lee Cavalier's putting challenge. I just love selected driver. <laughs> I just love that ending when you've just got them. Like, it's just the screen of the actual game. It just. Terrible, 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 terrible game. <laughs> yeah, I do love when he's about to steal the Bones copy of Bone Storm and he's getting the video game characters to take oh, it apart from like, the Cavalio. Is how's that game going to affect your pudding, son? Yeah. You've got like, uh, is it like Mario or what should be Mario as well? Being like, Mario, Sonic, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. Yeah. Uh, it's a good episode of Marge Being Up Proud. I, I like it. And I, I didn't realise, in fairness, that there were people out there that were too busted about. So, um, fair. You got any, uh, oh, yeah. Have you got any other thoughts on Marge Being Up Proud before we start just going over some quick uh, honourable mentions? I think we've got to talk about Homer's rant. Because it doesn't happen often. But it's definitely up there with his best ever rant. And do you know when uh, they find out Bart's been stealing, getting home and Homer's yelling at him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stealing! How could you? Haven't you learned anything from that guy who gives those sermons at church? Captain, what's his name? <laughs> so, so good. I, I, I just really dig this. Like I said, it was my first one. It's my go-to because I, I, don't, I don't know what it is about this episode in particular that I do really like. So Again, it's the Christmas setting when, when it comes to Christmas. This is like, again, I feel like this one was on one of those Christmas Simpsons VHS or DVDs or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, no I think we still, I think we still be HS here. Yeah, probably. Yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> but the writer of this episode, Mike Scully, um, it's basically just happened to him. Uh, he got caught stealing a record from a song called Bradley's. The shop called his house, but his parents went in, so his brother answered and didn't tell the parents. And then nice. his mum took him Christmas shopping at Bradley's, and the security guard stopped him. Was like, I told you not to come back here. Oh. So it actually just did happen to him. <laughs> Love it. I love it. I love that. Bringing it in. It's like bringing real life situations into into The Simpsons. I love it. But I, like yeah. I said, I just like the theme that goes through these episodes of like, so I think that maybe Mr. Plow doesn't have as much themes of like family and uh, it, it does, but you know what I mean? In the sense of like doing the best for the family, because it's a very selfish act of Mr. You know, for Homer to just buy the, yeah. the plow and, you know, do it that way. I think that that's what probably sets that aside from not being a air quote Christmas episode whereas the others they're always like you know like the next one that I think the in terms of honourable mention um, the next Christmas episode after this one Marge Not Proud was Miracle on Evergreen Terrace which was <laughs> again I watched this one recently as well just to kind of just again for honourable mentions but there is that theme again of like just wanting everyone to have a good Christmas but it's ultimately due to the deceiveness that word due to Bart deceiving the family obviously in in well, wrecking Christmas and then creating a lie. It's just that thing again of like Bart not just able to wait for Christmas, like doing that whole plan to stay up at night, drinking all those cups of water, like mm. just to get up early. It's like, why couldn't you just waited, man? Like, why couldn't you just waited and just got over <laughs> with everyone else? Why'd you have to do this? Because you'd like, ah. But no, it's a, it's a good one. I think also as well, like, who does what who does what he does? Melts Christmas and obviously Christmas tree, burns all the presents, whatever, and then decides to just like bury it under the snow at the front. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. with Homer's lovely Christmas sausage that um, Santa's little helper is obviously going to find. Yeah. I think, again, at the end, it, the, the end of this one is where, like, obviously, they because the, the town come together and give them all the money and such, and then they're obviously disgruntled when they find out that it wasn't actually a burglary, it was, you know, Bart's stupidity. Um, 
and then uh, you know they they all come just to like kind of just take stuff from the house just to make it even at Christmas. I was like, that's a. <laughs> It's kind of like a nice but bleak end there. Except for the washcloth. Doesn't that doesn't that get yonked at the end or something as well? <laughs> yeah. But I do like that you get to see that, like, you know, any kind of classic staple of family at like Christmas, when you've got the outside shot of the house at the end, the lights are on, and they're all just, like, chasing each other around. Yeah, that is a great episode. I do also like Skinner's Sense of Snow. Um, yeah. Well, it's not very Christmassy, but they get stuck in school over the holidays. Principal Skinner's just... A great character, and then Homer and Ned have to rescue him, and it ends with Skinner's probably well one of Skinner's best lines: "That nah, to asking the hamster to chew through his ball sack." <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, that is a good one. The other thing as well, I forgot to mention. Sorry, speaking of Skinner and great lines in Mister Plow, when you have that great montage of Homer saving the day, like clearing everyone's drives with all that like ba ba da ba ba da music kicking off in the background. <laughs> And then they're like the kid like bursts through the school door and is like, Oh, there won't be any lessons today. And it's like da 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 It's like we won't miss a day of school thanks to your father. And it's like all the bullies <laughs> around him. Just like, wait, I just love just love that line from 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 Skinner. Great one in Mr. Plow. Um I, I also clicked on the like I said, the, the grift of Maggie, which was yeah. which is all right. I think that the, the main thing that I dig about this one is that Tim Robbins is um is in this one. Obviously he's got a a, a cameo in this, or rather a, a supporting role as Jim Hope, part of the company that buy the school and make it privatised and start like just using it as marketing tool for a new for a new toy. Tim Robbins obviously famous for tremendous roles that he's done, but Shawshank Redemption is easily one of the greatest films that's ever been made. So it's nice to see This Tim is Robbins. probably his best role, surely. Oh hundred percent, hundred percent. It's way better than that. Way better than that. Yeah. Um, also Gary Coleman in this one. Yes you do, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you do, you do. No, it's a good, talking about Mo. It's such a good it's such a good Little episode. I think again, there's moments in this that I found with the Griff of Maggie. I was like, I thought this was a different episode. I thought this was, you know, it's it's, it's really, really great, really excellent. And uh, like, for example, just in, in terms of speaking about thinking episodes were different, the whole Bart like breaking his basically cock six. That's it. Yeah. Yes. And they get the whole like school done up with like <laughs> what looks like a roller coaster <laughs> of like accessibility, which is all made out of bread uh, breadcrumbs and such. So stuff like that. When I was like, oh, it's. Uh, I thought that was a different episode, but very good though. And I like how uh, terrifying the toys actually look. Yes, when they're on fire. Yeah, when they're on fire in particular. Yeah, definitely so. Yeah. <laughs> did, no. did you watch, um, I know we spoke about it, Holidays of Future Past, season 23. I didn't, but I do understand no. this again is one of your one of your favourites to say it's in like season 23. Is this the one where we get to see the old, like, drawings of the simpsons again the old animation no probably. no this is um so we're going to the future now probably about 2022 um lisa and bart are grown up and bart's a deadbeat dad lisa's married to millhouse and they is, go she back the, to... is she the president no not this one this <sighs> is um that's where he goes to the indian casino and they tell the future yes. this is another future episode where she's cool. much less successful Married to Millhouse. Maggie's a famous singer, but obviously doesn't speak throughout the entire episode because <laughs> yeah. she can't. Um, and yeah, they all go back to Evergreen Terrace to spend Christmas with uh, Marge and Homer. And yeah, it's quite a nice episode. Another one of the it's another one of the Simpsons ones Christmas specials where yeah. it gets very emotional. There's a message throughout it. Yeah, but I think there's a time and a place for that, and it probably is Christmas. Yeah, I think that is this. This is this is one where it ends where they all do like another family photo. I think at the end, something like that. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. 
No, the, the, this is the like I said the. There's some there's sort there's always good messages in The Simpsons, particularly the Christmas ones. But I didn't get a chance to fully watch that one down. I was too busy kind of like sticking to the earlier ones, really. Um, <laughs> I can't the, blame you. The, 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 the better ones. I mean, I've just been looking at some of the other ones, and like I didn't read some of these. I've I couldn't tell. There's like Kill Gill volumes one and two. Like I don't remember this. Like um, I have seen that, but um, not for a long time, so I won't try and go through it. But basically, Gill stays at the Simpsons house. Massively outstays his welcome. Right, okay, that yeah, no, that does ring a bell, yeah, yeah. And then you've got The Simpsons Christmas Stories as well, which came out in season 17, uh, which goes over obviously different Christmas tales. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah, no, I think that one is more akin to a Halloween episode, because I think it's split into three. It is, yeah. Three different little stories, yeah. Yeah, you've got the first Doel, uh, I Saw Grandpa Cussing Santa Claus, uh, yeah. The Nutcracker Suite, so... Yeah, and you've got um, Cheap Little Face, where Lisa becomes a Buddhist. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm scrolling up this list and there's a lot. Season 32, I'm not going to be watching that anytime no, soon. Definitely not, definitely not. But no, I think we, I think we covered over pretty much, like I said, the, 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 the high ones, the best ones that most people will be more familiar with. But I'm sure that next Christmas we'll have to like force ourselves to watch some of the later ones and we can just sit here and just like bitch about them and feel like it's just terrible. <laughs> I don't know, mate. Maybe we'll love them. Hopefully, we'll see. But I definitely want to obviously get you on to go over some of our favorite uh, favorite Simpsons episodes. Period. You know what I mean? Like I'd love to sort that out in twenty twenty three. That would be a long podcast. Yeah, we can. That that actually might uh, go into audiobook format, but we can. I think what we should do actually, and if 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 there's if there's demand for it, listeners, if there's demand for this, we should (laughs) we could easily break. We could condense it to going over the best of each season. So like not each, but up to a certain point. So we've got like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, that like sounds we could, amazing. Yeah, we could do like focus on one season one, then two. So if listeners want to hear that, we'll be absolutely down for recording that. So uh, yeah, I think that'd be a good shout. I mean, fair, in fairness, if you don't want it, you're going to get it anyway. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah we don't that. have to record it, but we'll definitely spend three hours talking about it. Hundred percent, hundred percent, mate, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, but no, this has been absolutely wonderful having you back on the say It's been great to have you around the Christmas uh, festive period as well. Um, yeah, mate, it's been, it's been glorious. I hope you've uh, hope you're feeling festive, and I hope this has helped talk about the Simpsons again over Christmas. No, I've loved it, man. Thank you so much for having me. Happy Christmas, and yeah, I'll probably see you again on Valentine's Day. You can do this again. Hundred percent, mate. I'm well <laughs> up for that. Like, get ready. Everyone will be like, oh, you're getting close to another uh, another special event. Day. There'll be another Simpsons episode coming. No, man, always a pleasure, always welcome, and yeah, it's always The Simpsons, mate. It is. Thank you so much, mate. Have a great Christmas.